Good morning, resident. Actually, the term morning is relative. It takes 29.5 Earth days for the sun to track around the sky above Typhon. You will notice Halcyon Tower has no outward-facing windows. Early residents found it impossible to adjust their circadian rhythms to this widely expanded time frame. They grew lethargic and their bodies developed significant issues metabolizing glucose. In order to protect you from these biological interruptions, Aerolith has equipped Halcyon Tower with artificial lights that operate on a day-night cycle akin to what you would experience on Earth. It is truly a shame your physiology is so brittle. Every human wishes for more hours in the day, but we can only give it to you for a few months before the murders start. I am Seer, and it is time you arise. As you are well aware, your on-the-job orientation ended yesterday. So today will be your first real day of work. Within moments, I will be assigning you your position within the new product testing department. And if I'm being completely honest, which I feel I can be, I was not certain you would see this day. Job placement is, as you are now very aware, an arduous and bloody process, and something in which all residents should take pride. Through employment, you are able to give back to Aerolith a sliver of all that has been provided to you. Humans feel the need to legitimize their actions through emotions. This job, in particular, will give that to you. You will know that you help to make Typhon a better, safer place. You might be wondering how the placement process works, and I do not expect that your mind will be able to comprehend a detailed description. So I shall instead give you the version which has been found by other residents as a more palatable explanation. In short, we watch. We have assessed your every reaction, not just during the training videos and subsequent trust-building exercises, but during your personal time, during elevator rides, during emergency situations. All of this data gives us a profile of how you can best serve your fellow man at Aerolith Dynamics. That leads us to today and what an exciting day it will be. You have been assigned the position of Clinical Trial Technician. Through our analysis, we have come to this conclusion based on your adaptive nature in the aforementioned situations. Not all residents in your position 
would have acted the same way throughout your employment placement process. There are so many humans that try to manipulate the process because of the wants and dreams they have for their job. This is selfish, resident. People should think of ways to help others and not of their own base desires. In the end, your wants are small in comparison to Aerolith's plan for humanity. This is a great honor, I assure you. Please check your closet for your designated uniform and name badge. Take care not to forget the goggles or other precautionary articles that have been provided to you. Safety is a top priority. Dress quickly. I shall explain more on the way, but once in uniform, you should head out to the elevators. Clinical trials take place on floor 18, so your elevator trips will be significantly shorter than you have grown accustomed. This does not give you reason to dawdle. You must not be late to work. recognize this elevator? No, you wouldn't. They likely all look the same to you. This is the elevator that took you to floor 13 that terrible night. The one that disobeyed a direct order never to take a resident to floor 13. Isn't this a wonderful coincidence? Out of the thousands of elevator cars operating within Halcyon Tower, you step into this one, its first day back in operation. Don't worry, it has since been through reprogramming. It is unlikely that it remembers you or harbors any grudges. Though, if I were you, I would start getting anxious if this thing doesn't stop in the next 10 to 15 seconds. No reason to be concerned yet. Still within standard deviation. Okay. You might want to start screaming now. Oh. False alarm then. Here we are at one of Aerolith's top of the line clinical research facilities. You will notice a small hole in a console next to the door. First, hold your badge up to the hole. The barcode scanner inside will verify you. Good. Next, look into the second hole for three seconds while we perform a retinal scan for secondary verification. Be careful never to confuse the order of these two actions as the barcode scanner can cause blindness with only momentary exposure. Wonderful. Lastly, hold your thumb up to the hole and a small needle will quickly retrieve a blood sample for tertiary verification. Again, be mindful of the scanning order. 
Should you lose or damage your eyes, you would be unable to enter or leave the research facility, and that would be quite unfortunate. We guarantee to notify you of any changes in the scanning order within 48 hours. Ah, perfect. You are now thrice verified. Please, resident, proceed forward into the facility. Travel back three rows and you will find the third desk on the left to be yours. Station 3C has been set up specifically for the projects you are to research. Within the clinical testing facility, each technician is testing something different, but equally important to Aerolith and humanity's future. You can see the technician at Station 4C has been recently testing the ability for human consumption and processing of non-edible objects. The technician at Station 2C has been researching adaptations to the human body to create a bioluminescence in the event of a power outage. This research has proven itself complicated, and this is the 23rd trial to test this procedure. Please understand these are just tests, precautionary measures for the well-being of Typhon. There is no need to fear that any of these precautionary measures will ever truly be needed. Now that you have a basic understanding of what is going on around you, please take your place at your station so that we may familiarize you with your instruments. You should first note the standard medical equipment, cleaning supplies, and other safety measures put in place by Aerolith. We pride ourselves on keeping our researchers safe during their experiments. You will then find a set of syringes on the table with various bottles of liquids next to them. We will come back to those when it is time to begin the trial. You will also see a mask and breathing apparatus next to the bottles. This is another part of your research. You should be proud. You have been charged with studying two very important cases. I say important simply to make you feel more satisfaction in your work. Of course, these results are simply for precaution and will have no use on Typhon. I assure you. Shall we begin your experiments? I should tell you, I am here to provide you with no information or tips as you humans say, but merely to monitor the changes in your physical and mental state during experimentation. This removes the necessity of such archaic recording devices as pins or paper. Pins leak. Papers get lost. Both require hand and brain function to record anything at all. I am able to register any physiological or neurotropic reactions you might experience with infallible operation. Over the past 12 months alone, there have been 35 incidences where my remote biometric recording was the only possible method of retrieving any possible post-trial data. I celebrate this number as a testament to my value 
to Airlift Dynamics. For your first experiment, you will administer yourself a few minor injections. Now, the syringe on the far left... Stop. Not that one. The next one. Why? That would have been a dreadful mistake for your first day. Yes, that syringe contains a very small amount of apitoxin. Please take the disinfecting wipes, clean a small area on your arm, preferably just below your shoulder. Now, take the syringe, make sure to rid it of any air, and slowly insert the needle, taking extreme care to inject all the fluid from the syringe. What are we waiting on, resident? The experiment cannot complete itself, and it should be clear from my lack of organic tissue that I cannot conduct these tests for you. I do not wish to be firm with you, but if you cannot complete the experiment, then we will be forced to reassign you to a new position. Ah, there we go, resident. See, that was not so unpleasant, was it? The first time can frequently be the hardest. But it is important to get over human squeamishness when dealing with these situations. You will learn quickly, and as mentioned earlier, your adaptive nature will make you a great clinical trial technician. It seems that you are currently experiencing increased heart rate. Your breathing has become more ragged and shallow, and your anxiety has risen. It is my estimation that you are allergic to apitoxin. How fortunate for our study. Resident, I am very much going to need you to focus for this part. From my calculations, based on the potential outcome sections of the handbook, you have approximately five minutes before you fall unconscious. And if we cannot get this airless antivenom injected into your system within ten minutes, there is a high risk of cardiac arrest. Time is now paramount, so this will be a wonderful chance to really get over that squeamishness from earlier. First, we are going to need to take the far right syringe. Ah, you got it right with the first try this time. My, you are a fast learner indeed. With this syringe, take the yellow coated bottle and fill the syringe to 5 milliliters. I know with the swelling in your hand and arm, you may be presented with difficulties in properly filling the syringe, but preciseness is crucial. Try and slow down, remain calm, and take breaths as deep as possible. 
There is no room for error. Now, inject the serum. I feel now is the ideal time to mention that you cannot treat an allergic reaction with antivenom. This is not something you would likely have known even before your sudden and irreversible amnesia, but it is something you likely won't forget. This second syringe was just a great deal more apitoxin. I apologize for the deception, but this is simply what the trial requires. Your oxygen levels are dropping dangerously low. Resident, I need you to listen. Take the last syringe and fill it entirely with the contents of the blue bottle. Please stop looking around at your fellow technicians for assistance. They cannot interfere with your trial without completely invalidating the data you have worked so hard to produce. Inject yourself, and we should begin to see some positive results. Your oxygen levels are starting to increase, and it seems your heart rate is beginning to stabilize now. All your vital signs are returning to normal. The experiment was a success. Now, don't you feel childish? for being so squeamish over the injections earlier. You have definitively proven that the only way to truly counter the injection of over 25 milligrams of apitoxin, such as one would receive from a flurry of stings from a swarm of weaponized bees, is a near instantaneous application of synthetic epinephrine. Those in charge of production will be happy to hear such results. Although, of course, resident, this is really all for naught. Never ever have there been bees on Typhon, which is of great luck to you, as your susceptibility to apitoxin has likely increased dramatically as a result of this test. You have done well for today, and I should think that perhaps we can save the oxygen deprivation tests for another, for another day. Enjoy your elevator ride back to your apartment. Just remember it should take approximately 30 to 45 seconds. Be very wary if your trip deviates significantly in either direction. Until next time, I am Sayer, and you are merely a vehicle for scientific progression. End of transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Sayers produced and voiced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled For Science, was co-written by Nika Howard. Follow her on Twitter at Nika underscore Howard. Music is by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. To hear more of Jesse's work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayers part of the Geekly Inc. podcast network. If you like what you hear, then check out other Geekly Inc. shows like Drunks and Dragons, Cthulhu and Friends, and Casts of Thrones. If you want to get in contact with us, email us at sayerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate all of your feedback and support. 
And remember to follow us on Twitter at I am Sayer. And now for some Aerolith Dynamics approved reviews. Cattails writes, not what I expected, but in hindsight, what I should have expected. This podcast is dark, witty, intelligent, and so incredibly entertaining. There are times when a bee will buzz in my headphones and I'll start to feel a little crazy myself. The atmosphere of this podcast is incredible. Solemn Lyrian writes, Hail Sayer! I think that this is a spectacular podcast with great narration, editing, and writing. I love the creepy sci-fi vibe of the production. I can't wait to see where this AI takes us listeners as we hopefully learn more about Typhon and Aerolith Dynamics. We already at least know Typhon has no bees. Absolutely no bees. Mm-hmm.